cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored, jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kinda have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show. We always stand for love, levity, and liberty, and talk about everything from ancient, current, and quantum. And the quantum is actually the ancient, not the new, really. It's just new in our vernacular. And we have the Bling Buddha, our mascot, standing here, as always, firing red pills from his nine mil with a Punisher's tattoo over his left breast to save the children. I'm your host, Brad Wozni, welcoming back to the show amazing man, incredible service, man of God, Gene Decode from his lovely home near the Rocky Mountains. Gene, thank you very much for jumping back on here, my friend. It's been wonderful. Oh, thank you for inviting me, Brad. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. In our last show, we covered some really awesome stuff from the Tesseract technology, the uh, underground dumb in uh, Boulder that was firing transgender weapons at kids. Fortunately, that's been disabled. And you know, where we're starting the show now, we're talking the pre-chat. It actually first takes us to that area along the front range, just a bit north of Boulder, because folks, two days ago, the military article, which I posted to Telegram last night, thanks to Karen in Cheyenne, who is a mother of two tier one sons, one currently deployed, an army tier one operator, and the other one just retired as a Navy SEAL. And that article was talking about a so-called exercise where they closed down parts of two highways outside of Cheyenne, just on the Colorado border, one of those 287. And out of the back of an MC-130J, a big Herc military aircraft, folks, members of the Kentucky Air National Guard jumped out of it, secured the landing zone. Then they landed that MC-130J Herc which was actually part of the United States Special Operations Command. And then they landed an A-10 Warthog and two Minibird helicopters and a Reaper drone, all in part of an exercise with National Guard out of their state from around different parts of the country. Very interesting times we're, uh, we're living in. I think that disclosure is coming forward, Gene. So as somebody who is you know, a, a man of God who served America in the Navy, did a full boat uh, tour and are an honorable veteran. What do you, what's your interpretation of what just went on there and what they're telling us just north of you, uh, the Colorado Wyoming border? Well, of course, you know, it's Article 2, Section 2, where the President of the United States, Donald Trump, uh, from Cheyenne Mountain is taking control of things. So if you go to NOAA, uh, National Oceanographic Administration, um, yeah, I can't remember what the other A is, sorry. <laughs> we'll talk. <Okay. laughs> but um, if you go and you can click on, you know, just put in a zip code somewhere in Colorado or uh, Montana, Wyoming, whatever, um, then you can actually see the Doppler radar. So if you go to that Doppler radar, there's a dump. It's kind of rather obvious. It's underneath a space base. It's outside of Elizabeth. Rather mm -hmm. obvious from this radar image where the dump is. Their, their energy systems for opening portals is always running. The weather in the front range area from, you know, all the way down from Montana down to about Pueblo, 
in Colorado down here, this is all the Rockies are flowing through here, through, you know, just the boulders right on the edge of the Rockies, flows all the way down. And the dumb is really obvious. Weather in Colorado flows, as you can see here, typically it flows from either the north west or the southwest. If you get uh, something coming out of the Bay of California, the Gulf of California, it's flowing from the north northwest. So this area right here, <laughs> this eye of a hurricane kind of deal, it's actually counter-rotating as storms due to the Coriolis effect above the equator. Below the equator, they rotate clockwise due to the Coriolis effect and the spinning of the Earth. It causes it to rotate in different directions because the air doesn't quite keep up with the rotation. And so Earth is spinning clockwise like that, the air slipping back. And so it goes counterclockwise around a low pressure area, which you can see above the dome. <laughs> Right there. It's like <laughs> kind of really obvious. So what they're doing on 287, 287, for those that don't know, kind of runs like up through here. Yeah. Uh, I got some really beautiful pictures from the eclipse we had a few years back right on the border up here. Some people had a horse rescue place and we, these, you know, you could pay a little bit and stay on their land and we you know, walk our dog and all of that stuff while we're up there and got incredible pictures. That was the full eclipse belt went through that area. Um, and that's sitting energy up on 287, which is right there. It runs down just like this. And so that's why they had all of this is they're in the process of securing this dumb. There's a entrance. There's some hills right in this area. And they go into the dumb from there and go down through. Kimball's another way to get in up here as well. And it comes down into the stone that they're currently, the space base that they're securing. They're finishing the securing of it. <clears throat> now I've heard that uh, DIA for the most part, you know, the Nazi presence has been taken out there and also the dumb underneath DIA and that entire city. Um, all throughout. How about yourself, Gene? What are you thinking about that? Because that would absolutely link to the space base. And for anybody who's been to Denver, by the way, let me just give you some backup. Uh, number one, many of you know that I have lived in Colorado for a good part of my adult life be, through reasons of marriage and business. And a part, portion of that was living in Boulder itself proper and then up in the Vail Valley. So I can also attest to the storm weather that would typically come in from the north. So in the winter time, if you're getting uh, storms from the Pacific, across, come across Northwest through Mammoth, and then just down through Utah, and then hit us, you know, in the Vail Valley. So I want to give that uh, factoid. And the other one is, if anybody is familiar back after World, World War II and the Cold War, Stapleton, which is now a big development just to the northeast of Denver, right now on the way out to DIA, Denver International Airport, that used to be a massive United States Air Force base where they had the buffs, the big, ugly, fat, you know what, the B-52s, right, which was part of the NORAD Strategic Air Command and SAC. So in case there was, you know, the threat of the nuclear, the nuclear threat, right, that they had built up uh, with Russia. So I want to just give presence and now we're talking about a space base being next door to that area and very close 
to Denver International Airport. So everybody has that understanding of what we're referring to now. And what you just saw Jean's show is just north of the Colorado border, just to the east of Cheyenne, boom, you've got those entrances to that spaceport. So I'm curious on the dumbs around uh, DIA, if you have any information on that, Gene, as we move forward talking about the space base that they're attempting to secure. Yeah, so most people are pretty familiar with the dumb underneath DIA. When they created it, they dug it out first and put in a nuclear reactor first, of course, on the very, very bottom. And then they put four buildings surrounded by a big, surrounding a big, huge tower. And then the frontier runways, of course, DIA, the runways look like a swastika. And then the frontier runway, which is the northwesterly most runway from Tower Boulevard, you come along it, you can sit there to, if you go out there around 1 a.m. and, you know, bring a tarp to throw over yourself, if somebody pulls up behind you and shines a light in there, so you won't get kicked out, just throw a tarp and they think it's an abandoned vehicle, they'll just put a, a notice on it that you have 48 hours to remove your vehicle, but you just wait and Within two or three days, you'll usually see some type of solar warden or other type of craft come up like an aircraft carrier. You'll see a shaft of light come out of the frontier runways two, three o'clock in the morning after most of the commercial flights don't run at that time. And you'll see one of the big craft come up there and then it'll be on the runway and then you'll see it start to grow, glow either pink or green or yellow and will come up literally stand almost vertically on its tail it'll the whole front end will lift up anti-grav and then it's literally like it's bizarre it's literally like star trek where you see the star stretch towards the ship and then all of a sudden the ship just stretches like an arrow in the direction of the star stretching towards it and it just out just disappears out of sight this ship's like pew, just like star trek i'm like that really does exist just like they show in star trek it's just you know disclosure people go that's just movies yeah that's your best source of information <laughs> from movies and the tv shows yeah they're just showing you the fact that that's technology they have <clears throat> So it's really, really fascinating just to go out there and, you know, if people haven't been out there on Tower Boulevard, even during the daytime, you take the Pena Boulevard exit down to Tower, if you could pull off and sit on that. And you can see, I've seen huge semi-trucks come up to dump more dirt, Yep. do All something else sometimes. They'll come up and it's a a one-lane dirt road on top of this huge ziggurat from all that dirt they dug out, they piled it up in the shape of a ziggurat pyramid. And you can see these big, huge semis pulling trucks out there. And I'm like, how the first time I did it, I, I was pulling down to go up tower and I just pulled off because they're like, how in the heck is he going to turn around? That's one lane or is he driving down the side of the ziggurat? And he stopped, and then about one minute later, it sank into the ziggurat like an elevator opened or something. And about two hours later, it came back up facing the other direction. Just like in Hawaii, <laughs> it just disappeared, come back up facing the other direction. And he just left. You know, I'm like, huh, they got lots of elevators. <laughs> That's really, really fascinating. 
Yeah, you can go all around uh, DIA. So Pena Boulevard, you uh, take um, the, uh, what is it, C-470 out toward Fort Carson in 25. And they actually have extended out there. So you've got some housing developments. But, you know, here's the thing in that area of Colorado, you don't have basements, right? So pushing a little bit of earth to smooth stuff out and grade it is one thing. But you have massive mounds, like you were saying, like ziggurats that they've been building up. And that's been going on since the time that I ever went to Colorado. So uh, we're going back 20 years now. So for me, folks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can attest to it everywhere. And you can see that. And I always thought, why, well, why don't they just put it on a conveyor belt now? Or just yeah. vaporize it? But I think things are uh, moving in a positive direction for us. So why don't we talk about the uh, space base? Because we've also got some other stuff you're going to show us about some you know, yeah. secret, secret um, bases in Diego Garcia. Because we've heard and learned from the military, they are sending more people to Guam, Diego Garcia. And there's some really interesting yeah. stories there. Yeah. No, really, um, just to show the area we we're talking about. Beautiful. I was referencing, I got the roads a little off. So this is uh, the front range, the Rocky Mountains. I'm on Caltopo. It's a real, if for hikers, this is an awesome, <laughs> you can zoom in and, and then print out your own maps. It's all, and you can select uh, you know, cool. different layouts. You can do a fire map and you can do, you know, public land map. You can do contours. You can, you can build your map builder overlay. So you can really, really, and it's a really great way to find really a lot of really interesting hiking trails and everything. So nice. um, here's the Denver area down here. And of course. Um, and Denver's got so much activity. I mean, it's a Democrat city. We know what that stands for, right? The mm -hmm. Luciferians. So and the area I was referring to, yeah, the area I was referring to here is this is I-25 that goes through Cheyenne. But. Okay. You have out here, further out, this highway right here. So this comes out from Cheyenne out here, and it's um, Highway 87. And so if you go up here to Gray Rocks Reservoir, there's a tunnel entrance in the side of this right here, this small butte, 5,140 feet. It's probably about 100 foot or something above the uh, floor right. of the, and you can see lots of trail systems in there. Um, it's like, yeah, let's go walk there and see what we can find. <laughs> so so on Diego Garcia, <clears throat> the secret underwater well, actually, base. Can, it, can I just uh, uh, pump the brakes for one second since we're on the Colorado conversation right now? Sure. Uh, so my uh, my friend, my Reiki master, who actually uh, brought me through level two and three, and uh, she's a Reiki master teacher in Boulder, literally witnessed a Canadian Army helicopter, or excuse me, it was an RCAP, Royal Canadian Air Force helicopter. It was a Griffin. We identified it. Uh, this is, we're going back not five days ago, on the ground in Boulder, taking off from Boulder Airport, had three Canadian Air Force service uniforms, but on flight radar app, and I said this to Derek and we were having a chat um, and his team on flight radar app, it showed as a 737 as it took off. So that was five days ago from the time we're recording this, maybe six maximum. So also interesting stuff that continues to go on. That was in Boulder. 
And then uh, the week prior to that, a V-22 Osprey, the, it looked like it was from the Marines, flew right down there in North and Fort Collins along where the Horsetooth Reservoir is, right? Which is kind of right over CDC and CSU University. Now you have a low flying V-22 Osprey, which for the most part belongs to Marines and Air Force only going right over residential areas at about 150 feet off the ground. So I'm not sure if you heard about that. I wanted to bring that to your awareness since we're still kind of in the Colorado conversation before we move to the other side of the world with Diego Garcia. No, I wasn't aware of that one. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, oh, it's up. Yeah, it's up. yeah, we put it on Telegram. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, very cool. Thank you. And uh, so Diego Garcia. So we did hear from Military Times, you know, that tribunals being moved over to Guam. Diego Garcia is kind of in that vicinity. You have experience both during your time in the Navy and now out. Um, what, are, what are you thinking is going on there? Because there's got some really interesting history. We've heard about that place as a Nazi spaceport, which goes all the way back to when they signed the Accords in uh, World War II in the 30s, even potentially. And you might have a little bit more history to shed on this too. And we're talking about also a underwater bases visible from satellite and even Google Earth. My goodness. Yeah, so Diego Garcia is a spit of land. It's not very big um, that lies in the Indian Ocean. Um, and it used to be inhabited by people. The U.S. government military came out and just re removed them and shipped them 1,200 miles away yeah. to another island. So that the, it's very centrally located in the Indian Ocean. So it's a very important place tactically. And so all I did is uh, in my search engine Bing here, I use Bing, it's not so cabal oriented, is I put Diego Garcia secret under, underwater military base. <laughs> uh, it's so secret, we could put it in a search engine wow. and find wow. it. <laughs> so, uh, man, bizarre. Now that's how secret this base is. So we click to it and um, you can see it here. You can see the base that's underwater there. So that gives people kind of a view of where Diego Garcia is. So, you know, Indian Ocean, pretty much off the tip of between Australia, uh, Madagascar, and mostly between Madagascar and, and Sri Lanka. It's a direct line. It's right there. It's that little spit. So there's the landing strip, the airways, Diego Garcia, and um, there's kind of how it looks from, from high up. And then you can see lots of military craft. Wow, it looks like it's been hollowed out in that picture. Mm -hmm. Those are B2s, that's a good lineup of B2s. Not B2s, sorry, B1, B1. So tell us a little bit about the history that you're aware of of Diego Garcia, outside of the, the tactical importance, if it was, you know, we were talking about something in a world war, but why do you think they have strategic importance? What would that have to a, a space program or anything else? Well, because of where it's located, like you know, Kennedy and uh, Houston and all of that are located where they are because just the earth spins 
when you're more equatorial, you have have it's it has advantages to making it easier to bring craft down. So here's the uh, secret base. <laughs> you know? it's, right secret. it's on the on the web, <laughs> on the regular internet. Just <laughs> go and put in secret base. You can see it all. It's pretty. You know, the more smooth, the smoother the uh, ocean gets, the more obvious. And so you know, you can see, like you were saying, they have uh, personnel that they're doing tribunals and things on, and that's a special ops submarine. That's like I said, I was on a submarine where they have a hangar. They can put these on top of the submarines and it locks to the after hatch and you can launch seals and mini subs and all kinds of things from that on a submarine. And this is pulled in this nuclear powered uh, ballistic missile submarine here is pulled in. I think that's La Jolla, am I right? I'm not sure. Oh. So there's a really good picture of the, of the entire island. <laughs> it's so huge. <laughs> and that gives you uh, some idea where the munitions, you know, they had that even during World War II, all of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so a Go ahead. That looks like a B1, right? I uh, saw the B1s earlier. I think there's a little delay and the image is showing up. There we go. B-52 with the Diego Garcia. There's B-1s and a B-2 taken off. Yep. Yeah, and the strata forces in the foreground. Carrier group pulled in, obviously. And I would say this is probably a mock-up. I don't think it's actual, but it's pretty darn close to what it looks like anyway. Because yeah. that kind of looks more like an Alpha-class submarine than a U.S. submarine. <laughs> it's an Alpha-Russian submarine. <clears throat> of course, that's the real thing. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Nuclear, U.S. nuclear submarine. So what do you think is going on right now with the current events in the world, you know, both from an energetic standpoint, uh, Gene, you know, you're very, very in tune, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, I've said a few times of late Superman is documentary where you just mentioned a little bit ago here on the show that they show us in the movies, what they already have. And then I believe also what we can unleash within us, you know, we have some of these gifts, Right, that people would originally say that's something like a that's godlike, and that our DNA is waking up more, being more activated as we are converting from a carbon-based body with crystalline structure in it to more crystalline than carbon. I'm curious on your your input on what is going on now in the world energetically, both for the planet, flora, fauna, and uh, in ourselves too. Yeah. So the um... The Great Awakening is a process where human beings are reaccruing their genetic material. Uh, it's a big part of it. So starting in the 50s, due to birth control, triple helix children were being born, what they called the indigo children, because right. it activated um, the pineal gland, which is the you know indigo chakra. And so as that got going more and more and more, 
um, they were threatening, you know, they like go back and watch the old movie series, The Scanners. They said they were going to use them to create the uh, NWO, uh, the new, the new uh, weaponized order. <laughs> it was like, which is pretty well, uh, they did a fairly good job towards that uh, weaponized order. And then um, the um, decided that, you know, because four of them got out of control, they decided to shut it down. Now, who, you say four. Can you just tap into what you're referring to? Just clarify this. Yeah, four scanners. Four star generals. No, no, no. Four scanners. S C A. Four scanners. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, let's the scan- this. For kids, indigo children born. Mm-hmm. The NWO medical technology. Did they help them grow? Well, they were enhancing them. They're enhancing. Okay. Before were so powerful, and you know, gotcha. people are gonna. I know this sounds like science fiction to a lot of people. No, I, 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 not anymore. Not with what we've been covering on Sovereign Soul. And I will let you know um, on purpose. I didn't share this with you, so we could have this conversation about three, two weeks ago. We recorded a Space Force Insider show, uh, and I was given information, and I was encouraged to have a show. I mean, you know him, you've been on the show a few times for Jayco, and then also uh, Kristen, a tarot reader, uh, to do some validation on ion engines, uh, dark fleet versus black fleet information. So, you know, all of this is coming out and uh, with the validation of that information in the show we did. So I think people are a lot more open to this, right? Brad had uh, Brad Olson back on talking about the uh, Tesla Act and the Yellow Cube technology as well. You've shared that on our last show. We did a lot about the Tesla Act too in that roughly hour. So I, I believe this is coming to raise conscious awareness that this is at least something they need to learn and tap into and not dismiss as sci-fi because of what we're seeing going on. So I, I think you've got a very ed- audience on the edge of their seats Gene, to, mm-hmm. to understand about these scanners these kids because captain america then when we look at it with the most recent marvel movies you know is another wolverine right is another disclosure and if you look at the x-men you had kelsey Grammer playing you know a blue lion type beast lyron type beast but he could also be a little bit mistaken for maybe a dog man right when he converts the professor or, or whatever that role was in the X-Men. So I think we're seeing all of this showing us that a good part is what they have been doing projects behind the scenes. And we actually have, there's evidence way out there from the Nazis and all of the genetic modifications they were attempting in the thirties to make people more powerful. We saw that in the seventies with the Russians that published, you know, uh, I think it was called Super Brain 2000, amazing book and how they could literally just, you know, create the super soldier, superhuman by just actually waking up parts of the DNA and giving it proper nutrition uh, of certain types. So it's here. So I'm really excited to, that we actually just went in, down this road with this conversation about these scanners and indigo children. And in the end of the 70s, I was one of those indigo children uh, that came in. Yeah, so what these four individuals like ninja learn how to do this where you can phase yourself and walk through a wall mm-hmm. 
you can they face themselves so far when in, what a scanner can do is they can, can lock into somebody's nervous system telepathically and get them to do things then they got to where they could literally do it through a phone line then through, now we have cells they got it so they could do it cells. so when the internet came up first through darpa and uh, several military organizations they then expanded it out into the internet and at the time it was in just darpa and a few those other few these four scanners realized that the internet had a potential for incredible good and incredible evil so to keep it in a modem of control plus ai coming up they dematerialized themselves and went into the internet and they're in there permanently and so they marshal the internet so that they can't completely control it and take it over. It's like Gary McKinnon was, who was arrested uh, and then jailed in the U.S., hacked into the deep, deep dark web. And part of the doors and all of these things that these hackers find as these scanners are leading the way for them. So he downloaded files of, of manifests and equipment transfers between various ships in the dark fleet and in solar warden where they saw captains and admirals and crew and materials going from various ships and various planets throughout the milky way over 500 different planets and you know the moon and mars colony and all of that he hacked a whole lot of information scanners lead the way for that they are the one that open doors dump information like we recently had an intel dump about a whole bunch of stuff hunter biden's laptop is a good example some of that information got dumped amid the entire drives for hunter biden's laptop got dumped into the india uh modi g putin they all have the files too now and they're like how does the intel leaks on ukraine on all of this stuff because now they're having to back up their narrative. Oh, the spring, as Alex Christopher says, summer, fall, next year, spring, summer, fall, <laughs> counteroffensive um, may not be as amazing as we had said, because it's coming out to light what is left of the Ukraine military. Not a lot. Right. And so they are getting ready and already in the process of doing the main offensive in Ukraine. The Russians, the Wagner group, this Pogrosian has said that they're pulling out. They've been there 14 months. They can't, he, he's a millionaire. He runs it, but he can't take anymore. He's just seen so much horrific evil in the dumps that spider web out all over from Ukraine. It's the hub of all of Asia, Middle East, the Middle East, um, Europe, everything. It's so the child trafficking and chimera making and all of this garbage on Earth is centered in Bakhmut or Ardios, if you say it in the Russian term, Bakhmut is Ukrainian name, I believe. So they had only. 5% left and the, they're switching it over to the, uh, I can't say the general's name, the che Chechen group though, and then the main Russian military. And it did exactly what they thought. They said, we're, you know, we're not getting the ammo. Prigozhin said that we need, he had all these bodies of many of these 
my men didn't have to die because we don't get the ammo because they're expanding ammo at a phenomenal rate. And so that made the Ukrainians think that they're out of ammo. And so they sent in through the dome that they had left the 10% of tunnels coming from Chasov Yar and, uh, and down the roads It's starting to dry out. It's been dry and sunny there for the last week and a half. They sent a whole lot in there. And the Russians hit it with over a thousand missiles overnight. Just that little tiny area. It looked like it was hailing. There were so many missiles and drones and phosphorus stuff lighting it up. And that place was still burning yesterday morning. That was on um, Saturday they, they night. They hit it Saturday into Sunday, and it was still burning late into Sunday. They burned the place. They just... Because a part of the SBU, this is currently what is understood, hit the Kremlin with their two small locally, had to be locally driven drones, knocked off a flagpole off the Kremlin and a couple other items. And it's Putin said, okay. And Lavrov, the spokesperson for the Russian uh, government said, okay, gloves are off. And Zelensky was terrified. He was up in Finland and a few other places saying, no, it wasn't us. We don't have the ammunition. We can't do this. We have to use it all in our country because they said we're coming for you, Zelensky. So he is terrified. He's in hiding. He has massive amounts of bodyguards around him all the time. He has a body double, rightfully so. But, you know, the U.S., like Hillary is actress Hillary is uh, saying that, you know, the only way for Ukraine to win is to completely take back everything. That's the counteroffensive they've been saying. They're going to take all of the Nets, Crimea, everything. And the head of the SBU is saying, yeah, we're going to be fishing this summer in Crimea. Uh, you know, now they're saying, ah, that was last week. Now this week they're saying, ah, maybe not some uh, Navy landings on Crimea, <laughs> some amphib forces. Yeah, exactly how do you do that with four Russian submarines patrolling that area? <laughs> You're not even going to get a halfway out to, across the, you know, the ocean between Odessa, your base at Odessa. And they hit, you know, besides the thousand drones in Bakhmut or Adyoska, they hit 10,000 missiles and drones all over the entire Ukraine in the last 48 hours. It literally is insane how much. They were hitting Bakhmut with up to a one a second sometimes for eight, nine hours at a time. That was pale to what they did Saturday night. It it was so fast. I mean, not one a second. Thousands. Of, it was like a hundred or something a second. It was beyond. I've never seen anything okay. like that. That in yeah. my mind, can't even imagine it was lit up like it was daytime. It, there was so much phosphorus bombs and burning, and they just did scorched earth. Whatever came oh, in there, now they just wait for the fires to go out and come in because there's right. they built that place. I've heard there were they, you know, they uh unloaded their clone armies from underneath Backwood uh, not too long ago, a few weeks ago, and uh. And then also you have the Mercs. You know, there was a there's a little channel that every now I check out on uh, track a Merc for Canadian Mercs. You know, you've got these 
you know, they're they're either full on Nazi or they're they're believing the Kool Aid being pushed down by Castro's little bastard government. You know, these former Canadian brothers and sisters that I call them brothers and sisters until I know if you're on the bad because I'm, you know, Canadian Armed Forces dude and uh, prior and um, that now it's like track America, like oh, you know what, you know they get signed up. Kind of like the by as a proud military tracker, in case anybody doesn't know, mercenary, right? You're paid for hire to go and fight in another country. So I I've heard that we're they're kind of down to mostly a mercenary army and any clone armies, you know, definitely in and around that area. And uh, it also reminds me too with all the stuff we've heard about the biolabs. Uh, Jack Maxey has been on. We've done four shows in roughly a year about the Hunter Biden laptop and the stuff he found and discovered and uh, been trying to get out there for years. And um, Resident Evil. If anybody remembers Mila Jovovich, that actress in those sci-fi horror films of Resident Evil, remember there are underground bases where they do genetic nastiness stuff to create these creatures, you know, of the most heinous looking and horrific with all these things and she, they would go down and then, you know, the lab's taken over by these nasty creatures and they would have to go exterminate them and hopefully they don't hit the surface. And this is literally coming to light, which we're seeing and slowly, I believe, Gene, maybe you can shed some light on this too, about some of these creatures that have escaped over the last few years, you know, from different bases around the world, including in Ukraine. Well, most people can render, you know, to remember back, this happened in 2018 when they took out the majority of the deep states space force. And you had many, many, like over Colorado, you had many, many thunderstorms, which weren't thunderstorms. You just had lightning with no thunder. That does not happen in the front range area. You always have thunder with lightning, but those were light rail uh, and weapons and all of these high energy directed energy weapon type of deals and in 2008 on the boards they were saying you know big bird down and corona down and all of this stuff so they were taking over their satellite systems all of this in 2018 in southern colorado they had a bunch of drones going around and this they said it was the cover story was they were looking for some nukes that somebody had was trying to get on the park when you say Southern Colorado, just kind of getting proximity, like around the Sand Dune National Park, because I think there's something there too. No, 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 Pueblo area. Okay. Yeah, Pueblo and up on Raton Pass, that area generally east of Pueblo. So there's yeah. a highway that, a small highway that runs out east there. And so you would not use a drone. You would use satellites because you can pick up a nuclear signature hundreds and hundreds of even miles down into the earth. It's okay. why they hid the weapons grade plutonium and uranium underneath the nuclear power facility in Ukraine, because otherwise you'd pick it up and they could find it that the U.S. shipped over there. So in the U.S., Defense Department is saying you cannot touch that to Russia. That's, you know, classified materials. Yeah. Weapons grade plutonium, I would say so. So the um, what they were actually looking for is that dumb that's down in that area that's in the uh, 
I can actually be more specific. It was in the area part of, what's uh, it called? Paradox, the dumb under Paradox, Colorado. So you go southeast of Fort, Carl or Fort Carson all the way, yeah. all the way up. It was up from all the way from Pueblo all the way up into Paradox in that area there. And so that dumb in Paradox, they some of these Chimera creature got out. And that's what the drones were looking at for what you were describing that they showed in the, you know, beings that are partly AI enhanced with the graphene it, in that move. I think there's a new series on Netflix where the guy can shift and he does all this black goo kind of shifty, shifty, disgusting yeah. looking stuff. So that was the drone situation. Um, that was actually there. And that's what they're dealing with in Bakhmut as well in these bio facilities all over Ukraine and now in Sudan. If you follow, you go to Google Earth, you go straight down from Kiev all the way to Sudan, you get to where in Sudan, where Solomon, the Book of Solomon was buried in... Uh, Oh, my mind's a blank. Uh, let me actually just do it. Sure. Yeah, go ahead and pull it up, please. Go ahead. So there's this. Uh, let me go get a Google Earth interactive map. I have to log into my website. <laughs> I have this web uh, backside of my website. I have an interactive Google map. Sure. Fair enough. No worries. Yeah. Do, you think, do you think they also uh, genetically modified dogmen or or werewolves were created in in these labs over decades. Mm -hmm. okay. They actually, I went up to. Well, there are natural species that have mostly been exterminated, but I'm curious on werewolves. Now the road coming up out of Boulder, going to Estes Park, they had it all shut down at two, three o'clock in the morning because they said they're doing shoulder work. Yeah. Uh, what shoulder work? There's no highway equipment. <laughs> Just guys wearing vests, and they look special forces like kind of like Michael Jaco, you know, you know, really muscly guy. But that's not a highway guy. You know? So what they were looking at is for some of those kind of beings that got out of the dumb that's up in that area. So here is um, a interactive Google map. So if we see the Dnieper River, here's Crimea. And the Dnieper River does this weird kind of unique hook. And here's Kiev. So if we take and go down from Kiev to Sudan. Okay. And you have the Amazon River. And you have Cyprus kind of a little further, but a lot like Crimea would be. It's upside down on the other side. Uh, the Nile is very unique as it's one of the few rivers on Earth that flows from the up in the opposite direction. It flows up the map instead of down the map. And it has in. It's gotta be magnetic, gra uh, magnetized water, I would imagine for that reason. It would... Yep, you have that same weird hook and straight down from Kiev, pretty much close to the same bundle of ley lines is Khartoum. And they had bio facilities uh, they're doing the same kind of stuff 
and the alliance is taking them out. They tried to do a color revolution in Sudan, an orange revolution, and instead the alliance took control of it to wipe out the biofacilities here in Khartoum and get that Book of Solomon that was underneath the domes, ancient, ancient domes in Khartoum that Solomon put there. Wow. And so you can see it's a literally a reflection. Khartoum is a ref and the Nile is a reflection of the Dnieper. So if I just drag straight back up to Ukraine, cross yep. this. Through this angel radio right now. That's awesome. It also goes pretty much through Ankara, which is another dome. Mm -hmm. And there's Ankara, the uh, Moses is um, now on ground. <laughs> like, how funny is that? The uh, the Ark, hello, everybody. Yes, uh, the Ark is in Ankara. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a total of four arcs. So, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. The okay. Ark Moses had um, is actually underneath the the mountain that where Christ was crucified and the blood flowed through cracks when it opened up and the whole mountain shook and part of the mountain fell away. And we're going to be doing that on my website, uh, deep dives on the uh, ark and also oh, that stuff in the, talking about that in the part two of the Pachet mountain, which is the Jesus years. And it, the blood of Jesus, big, huge ship came down side of the mountain fell away the blood it cracked open the blood went down on top of the ark and consecrated the ark with the blood of christ yep. wow nice. very good well i'll pull that up here as we go back to it uh, so four of them wow that's amazing mm -hmm. a fleet Moses oh. fleet. Go, go ahead go ahead yeah. So, um, yeah, I was trying to find, I unfortunately didn't, I don't have it up right away. I don't know if I can find it, but um, let me see if I can find it here. Sure. Uh, but go ahead and continue while I look. Oh, no, I don't want to interrupt you as you're looking while I'm asking you questions. You know, we're both men. No, and women can multitask way better than us men. So. <laughs> You know, I kind of find I've, I'm just like doing something and somebody asks a question and I do squirrel over here. I'm like, oh, 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 yeah, this isn't happening again. We're great. So you go ahead and finish up. I'm looking. Go ahead and talk while I look. All right. Awesome. Um, well, so anyway, so we're covering uh, Biolabs, Resident Evil, uh, werewolves who have been manipulated, werewolf clans probably uh, themselves. I'm just throwing it out there manipulated for the dark side hopefully they're all have come back i've i've also heard that they are werewolves hate uh the the bad reptilians like the draco the bad reptilians um and uh and then there's like an alliance with the alliance with the good werewolves dogmen if you want to call them that uh to yep. go out there and help assist the alliance you know along with some other guys kind of a lot like the series underworld <laughs> it's like oh, oh amazing and everything ties up sorry kind of interesting, yeah. That. yeah let me uh share that video about the arc sure so i'll wait for you to see my screen here there we go israel finally admits they have the arc interesting okay the Israeli government finally admits 
that they have the Ark of the Covenant, this is literally gonna be the biggest shift in the human species, and I'm gonna show you why. Overwhelmingly exciting, Lost Ark is not an accurate description for Jewish people's point of view. The Ark is hidden, and hidden quite well, but not lost. They go on to say that this was all a backup plan from Solomon. The wisest man oversaw the construction of a vast system of labyrinths, mazes, chambers, and corridors underneath the Temple Mount. He commanded that a special place be built in the bowels of the earth, where the sacred vessels of the Temple could be hidden. This is what I've been saying the whole time, because the Book of Maccabees, which was written 150 years before Christ, and was in the original King James has something to say about this. Jeremiah came and found a cave dwelling and brought there the tent, the ark, the altar of incense, and sealed up the entrance. When Ron Wyatt found the chamber that had the Ark of the Covenant in it, he said the entrance was sealed. Continuing on with the Maccabees, the place shall remain unknown until God gathers his people together again and shows his mercy. That happened in 1948, and Solomon asked that the place should be specifically consecrated. What place? The place the Ark of the Covenant was hidden? It's all a backup plan from Solomon. Just like the Book of Maccabees says, 150 years before Christ. So why is this going to cause the biggest shift in the human species ever? Because when the world finds out that Christ's blood fell onto the Ark of the Covenant, everyone's going to know that Christ is king for the rest of time. That is amazing. Amazing. Isn't that awesome? I hadn't heard that. Dang, well, do you think, is this why Israel is being, Israel is being saved by, for last? Because we just, right now, we're on the day where Trump has just been in Scotland. I understand that he was there to meet a particular lady of significance. And, and then now so-called in New Hampshire. And I, and I know you were talking about uh, Trump and Cheyenne under lock and key, but also in the public Trump, right, out in Scotland. And people were talking about that's specific stone maybe he's to receive a specific stone in scotland and as he continues to travel what are your your thoughts on that it's just wild yeah I mean, it's up at that uh, beautiful place he restored that golf resort up in scotland the uh, mm -hmm. public trump uh he got interviewed but a pretty good interview with nigel farage and then um this all ties together so that in israel where it's nana inlil went um, she's the last of the uh, Draco kind of half primes on earth. And she went to that huge termite mound of tunnels underneath Israel. So that's why Israel's safe for last is that creature that's there. Um, most people don't realize that's why you look at Baphomet, which is actually the Baphomet is a chimera where it's part reptilian, part goat. Um, but it's androgynous. Reptilians have the ability, like people have heard me say that, you know, everybody's all about Inky and Enlil are coming back and oh my goodness, Enlil is so wonderful. And um, they have the ability, like they showed in Jurassic Park, to change sex at will. Mm -hmm. They're a matriarchal society. So the one that's at the top, if it was, won't be a male and it won't be androgynous, it'll change to full out female. So in Enlil, and Inky were brothers, but when they came to Earth, Enlil needs to rule. And so she changed her sex. He changed her his sex to her and became Inky's sister now mm -hmm. and his wife. And so that and changed her name to Isis, which is the temple that burned. The Notre Dame was on the temple 
the remnants of the Temple of Isis in Paris. And that's where they caught and destroyed Inti or Lucifer. And so the Alliance got information from the Japanese part of the Alliance and found that, you know, they were going to do that sacrifice on Easter Eve, where they, a bunch of Christians meet every Easter Eve to do a holy trek, you know, through a, you know, essentially like a pilgrimage throughout the Holy Land. And so those doors had been sealed uh, by a satanic sacrifice and when they put the huge doors up and the only way they could get them to open was holy water and so if you get a fire there that water bakes out and you can again open they had a clone of christ from the blood of the of the crown of thorns that he wore which was in that church as well had was removed before they burned it of course but that clone was running around and they were going to do, you know, Big Mike was there on the boat and had to pull off and jumped in a cab and went out there. It's like, oh, now it's too soon. <laughs> so, and of course the fire trucks didn't show up and all of that. So what that was, was to open the portal four days too early, which means you don't have the energy to get it open all the way. And that wound up, having it slammed shut while he was trying to get out of the underverse inky and so all of that's gone and done and we're on a completely different set of timelines from that all now and so all of this ties to the sacred stone that trump's getting in scotland the public trump to the stuff in israel they're getting ready to do that to the stuff in sudan and the laps in sudan and and crimea uh, the big huge pyramids underneath crimea um, go going all the way back to the Hyperborean Empire and then the stuff up in Kiev and Chernobyl with the Chitramaras and all that stuff and the children and all that stuff they were doing up there. It all ties together, every single thing. We're all in that end time where everything starts tying to everything. That's amazing. I was, um, I was part of uh, uh, my co-host, business partner in a, a particular healing that we delivered on the on saturday gene um, she said she described it like listen you know imagine all of the timelines kind of like a cable right if you have a an undersea underground cable and you have a lot of different lines the old under underground cable network right with making the telephones which we know over 100 years ago you could actually do a, a phone call through the ether actually 150 plus years ago easily right but describe like imagine all those cables, they're all kind of like coming together and converging under this one tube, you know, for this, the end times for the bad, you know, that massive benevolence and the prosperity and the abundance, you know, for, for all of those who are on the side of light with God. And, and what you've just described, I'm actually gonna go back. I'm I listen to all the shows and the interviews again. This, I'm gonna slow down because you have brought in all these incredible data points just in that five minutes. I'm like, oh, Dane, this big Mike sitting on a boat with a glass of wine waiting and uh -uh, everything, just incredible. We, we should float this, you know, we'll see how it resonates, but maybe do a live stream in about two months and, and have people come on and we'll have your donation link up and everybody can interact and ask you questions maybe on a live stream here on Rumble you know, for an hour and a half or two and, and just promote it that way because the breadth of knowledge and where you go, you know, one of the, you're one of the few people I know that can just 
start talking about everything. It's really incredible. Really incredible. That sounds like a great idea. I'd love to do that. I do that on my website. I do a Q&A every month. I've got yeah. one coming up very shortly on the 11th. So um, to do that for the world, I think that would be wonderful to have people mm -hmm. able to get the information of whatever they, if I can answer it, I will. Some things I'm not allowed to answer. And of course, I don't know everything. I'm not God. <laughs> I don't know everything. <laughs> I try. I try to learn as much as I can. And I have a a fairly decent memory that spans back a brief amount of time to four previous creations. So I can only remember about 400 quadrillion years ago. So that allows me to have some basic information <laughs> to access about the cabal for previous creations and how they always do it. And, you know, people to understand when we say the end times of the cabal, I didn't even think I'd ever see this because for previous creations, there was a creation where they've actually taken whole universes over. And now this is the time, the universe, the time, the galaxy, the planet, the you know, solar system, the planet, it all comes to an end. Wow. And I've been going through this for a very long time. And I go, I never, ever thought it would ever come down to this. And, you know, God just put his foot down, so to speak. His hand down on creation said, you crossed the line, no further. That's yep. it. I'm done. And so that's what's happening. We're seeing literally the hand of God moving over. Like, you know, many of the truthers are now saying. It's a biblical moment. We're in a biblical moment where all of this comes to an end for them. They're in a panic mode. They think they don't have reverse gear, so they're never going to stop. But they they will keep trying to the end, and they think that you know they they keep settling. They were going to control the entire galaxy, the solar system. Then okay, just the planet Earth. Okay, just the western. <laughs> The south or the western part, uh, it keeps getting less and less because their time is coming to an end. And they're like, you know, a uh, feral animal that's rabid that's in a corner. And it's getting more and more in a corner with less and less places to roam through the maze to, to scare and terrify everybody uh, is how they're used to ruling. And they're not ever have been in a defensive mode. They're always offensive. So they are not able to be in a defensive mode in like I typically do that in martial arts. I don't do offensive. I wait for the person to come in. It may mean I get my nose broke the first time. <laughs> you know, like, people always punch you in the face. I had my nose broke, shattered, my skull broken in 14 places. Um, but that's the only move the person got, because after that, my defensive move isn't offensive. It's a combination. As I do the block, I'll come cobra over their arm, come around the arm, dislocate the shoulder, and do a series of very quick inside motions. Well, I'll come down, break a collarbone, come up, break it. You know, I could come in behind the, the uh, trachea and tear out the throat if I wanted at that point. Very quick inside move, especially if somebody's big, like a seal, Navy SEAL or something and you're smaller, you want to be uptight where they can, you're out, you're inside their extension of their length of their power. You're in, so you, they don't have that full power extension. You're uptight and inside, and they, you can do like 15, 20 hits in under a second from that distance and do kakaate and different strike moves really, really quickly. And it's 
you go by what the person's going to do. I've had people when I'm training students in the gym, does that work? And I go, yeah, it works. I've, have you ever used it? Yes, I've used it. Can you show me? Yeah, I can show you, but <laughs> if you're going to make this real, it could really hurt for you. And, you know, they see it does work, but they go, so what do you want me to do? Whatever you do. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and choreograph this like a movie. It's real. And when you're in a defensive mode, in a real, you're flowing in the moment. You're utterly connected to the throne of God. You're in intuition and God's guiding you. It's what Bruce Lee said. I don't punch. The punch punches me. The move, you can feel it. You can feel the, the, the light of the Holy Spirit. Like the first time I had it happen was in cloud hands in the Tai Chi long style of the Yang style. And my hands started moving by themselves. I could feel the energy, the chi, as we call it, martial arts, or the, the, literally the life force of the light of the Holy Spirit moving through you. And you just move utterly in the moment you're in. Well, they can't do that because they don't have their heart and their crown chakra open like that. They don't, they shut them completely down. In fact, their heart chakra is black. They don't, why they can't do empathy and compassion and their idea of a peace treaty, like Hillary, Hillary was saying at the recent presentation she made, where she, all these people applauded because the lady on stage interviewing was applied. See, applaud, applaud, everybody applaud. Okay, you're supposed to applaud now. Okay, everybody stand up, standing ovation. And you could see the last grudgingly people weren't applauding, stand up because they would be too noticed. Um, that a treaty means Ukraine has to bargain from a position of strength of kicking Russia completely out of Ukraine. That's not a treaty. What's the treaty? Russia completely surrenders and you take them over? Uh, no. A treaty means you come to the table with where you're at at the time. It doesn't mean that they have to give you everything or whatever. A treaty means it's a give and take, but they don't give and take. They just take. And because of that, that's an offensive mode. They don't have the ability to be offensive because it requires you to flow in the minute. And they do plans within plans. Everything's planned out decades and thousands and millions of years in advance. They have these vast, vast plans that they do, but the alliance's plans have the ability to flow. And so because of the scanners and all of that in the internet, they flow to the situation that the AI scanners, the A, excuse me, the AI that's working for the cabal can't compensate like that. The AI and the scanners together, and the AI for the alliance can flow because it's organic AI, number one, Number two, it has the scanners helping it, which can flow because they're living beings connected completely to source, to God, one God of all creation. And so when you have that ability, a person that's never been on the defensive cannot compensate. They have no way to compensate. It's like what I'm doing when I talk, where I'm jumping all over the place. AI can't, algorithms can't follow that. Well, how's this connected to that? <laughs> Where did we get here? Oh, no, he's back over here again. Oh, now he's back where he started. How did all that connect? When you do that, they have no way to follow it. They can't compensate. The algorithms can't keep up. They have no idea what you're doing. We know it because we're human uh, currently. We're originally, I've recently learned that humans weren't human originally. 
there's two species on earth, mankind are the bloodlines of Cain, or they call themselves just the bloodlines of the Olympians, and then there's human. But we were brought down to human from Urantha on Uranthia. So I'm so glad that you are the another person saying that. I've said that every now and then for a while, but I haven't heard anybody else say it like that on these types of shows. So thank you. Thank you. Let's continue on that point. Let's make, can we distinguish that, Jim? People understand mankind, human, hearing it from you, as I've said it from certain people. Yep. So where we originally were, were 64 genetic strands. By the time we got to Earth, we were down to 12 because they kept breaking us down and destroying the nature of what we are. We're a hue or seven colors left of what we originally had, which is all of the light. We were an emanation of the light of the Holy Spirit and the word of God. That's what we were originally created as the gatekeepers for the entire 64 gate systems throughout this universe. We were the gatekeepers. It's why you see the human genetics are the keys to run the gates, the stargates. That's why you see the cabal, the bloodlines intermarrying, like getting Princess Diana and having children, because they need the keys to the gates. They try to go through them and they get incinerated. Like in the book of Daniel, they went into the fiery furnace, which is a stargate. It's between two pillars. It's a Meru stargate where you have pillars on each side and in between opens a huge energy field, which is the event horizon of an Einstein-Rosen bridge or a wormhole or a stargate system. And so they cannot use them. They're keyed. God created those at the beginning uh, when he created us so that we would have travel throughout the universe. But they want to use them for conquests. It's why God made the keys being us, because we were directly in service to the one God of all creation, literally as the word of God and the light of the Holy Spirit. That's how it works. And so they've broken us down into the remaining seven hues and that's what the great awakening is is to re first energy uh, crew those strands energetically then to crystallize them physically and then to actually get them up and running physically on the 3d so that you can go 45d and beyond so children of god folks where you hear it is written we are the children of God. And then if you grew up part Roman Catholic like I did, you're like, well, why does God give us all these problems and all this and the illness and the sickness? Now we're quite aware for the most of us that are awakened. Why? That God didn't really kind of plan this for us, but also this is a way to get out of us. And now you have the hand of God saying enough's enough. I've literally orchestrated and brought my souls and soldiers, S-O-U-L-D-I-E-R. This is what I've been saying for like two years, you know, soldier, soldier of God, child of God, which we are, you know, that is waking up in why I've been saying, as mentioned in the beginning, Gene, and I'm speaking to the choir with Gene, everybody, just while I'm talking to those watching the broadcast or listening to the podcast, that Superman's a documentary, right? These are all the things, as Jesus said, the things I can do, you can do, then do better. That's almost direct quote. I know I kind of botched that little touch at the end. And as you heard from Gene, you know, float like a butterfly, sting like a bean. Well, he didn't say that, but you know, Cassius Clay did. 
but that's what he was referring to with the AI. And uh, Gene, as we wrap up here, I just want to say, number one, it's such an honor having this discussion. We'll definitely do that live stream. And I think it's going to be off the charts, successful, you know, get some great donations for you guys too. And, and secondly, you and Snake Daughter, Doctor, I got, I've got to come back to Colorado and learn and uh, do some training and practice with you guys, you know. And how cool is it? There's two Navy guys, Colorado, and you're a sensei, and so is he. So, and train with, with Bruce Lee, so amazing. Um, wonderful. So here's what I'd like to do. Folks, the next time Gene and I get together, uh, we'll find a time that works in his schedule because he's usually booked one, two months in advance. We're going to do a live stream. That live stream will be at two hours. Maybe we'll go two and a half or so. We'll take like an intermission break, kind of like at the old movie theaters. And with that, you know, it'll be donation based as well. So it's going to be free and open on Rumble for everybody too. But this would be also for to help his Blessed for Service organization. I'm going to take you over to it now. And I absolutely highly recommend you go do this. And I'm going to do that today after I get off my next interview, which is coming up in about 25 minutes. You can go to genedecode.org. The links are here in the description as well. And in the edit, it's uh, Gene, it's going to be right below your, um, your avatar. And then remember what he just said. In the deep dives area, he's coming up with the Ankara and Moses arc. Do you want, just to re-describe for everybody, Gene, uh, this next part that you guys are doing a deep dive on with Moses. So we have tons of different items on the deep dives area that are um, constantly, the, the Bless for Service team is constantly putting up more materials and new items. Um, awesome. They create all these decodes so fast they can barely keep up with them. Uh, it's quite beautiful. So we are, um, I'm finishing up the soul trap. Um, we're also doing one on um, reincarnation um, and flat earth, you know, debunking that baloney on flat earth and all of that stuff. So they put these up on deep dives and, um, we read them in and everything. They're available there. It's uh, $7 a month or $77 a year. And you have a three-day free trial to look around and decide you want to stay there. So with that, um, we have live streams that we do frequently that we keep going in. And there's so much material. We're in the process of making it much more easy to, to look at and to see. But you can see here the that there's a lot of decodes already there and you know if you give me the link like i did with indigo indie we put it up on deep dives i'll put it up on my uh real gene decode rumble so you can actually at the bottom connect to my real gene decode telegram real gene decode rumble um the bless for service site that i was on earlier um we have um all kinds of different things we're getting ready for the first pampered pet uh post um and we have Q and A's, like I said, every month. Uh, community chats more than once. Time uh, we got a Canadian community chat coming up very shortly. Those are live. They happen. A picture of uh, Lake Louise right there, which is under Archangel Michael's Cathedral. His three cathedral points go. Mm -hmm. And then have like you know the four pillars of Satan decode the. Titanic, two Titanic decodes here that the Bless for Service team did. Um, 
part one and part two of the Ukraine, part three and four are probably coming three, definitely this month. I'm going to go to that one next. Um, and the plan to save the world via time travel. We have a whole section on the climate change, you know, true science on the true science of the climate change. It's called the weather. <laughs> you know? but, um, it's not changing the way that every season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's this season. It's and we are honored to live stream and do a short Q&A with Gregory Wrightstone. You can see that here as well. And we go in the part 10. We've done part nine. Kevin and I do these. Uh, a brilliant gentleman. And part 10 is going to try the narrative, Ukraine, um, climate change, everything, all the narratives together. We have two Grand Canyon decodes that are phenomenal about all of the pyramids and different things, ancient, ancient pyramids. We have a lessons of the Book of Five Rings and the Art of War. Um, we have affirmations. You play these seven weeks um, seven you know 49 days seven weeks seven days 49 days total so those you play in it well it's like a prayer to god that you're affirming the nature of the beauty of how we are created by god and you un watch yourself unfold we do health side chats i'm going to read one in um later today actually and so that'll be live stream so we did grounding we did uh, we're doing as you can see today health site chat medicinal herbs and gardens um, that we're having that one in and then we have the christ invocation that you hear me do all the time it's a prayer to god to keep you safe like part of the arm your armor of god and we have it in english and french and swedish the bfs is all over the world romanian german uh spanish you know so that even you know many people have had been through the soul trap have had many many past lives you don't speak it in this lifetime you may have issues from a past life where that can help get rid of it you can just play that and listen to it and there's a part of your unconscious mind that will understand and it'll help deal with those things we do ongoing unscripteds we're into the deva kingdom right now we're doing that i'm working on an admiral bird decode that'll go into admiral bird going into the inside of the earth the hollow earth and it has information about the Deva Kingdom and the elementals there. We have archives of where we do remixes of stuff I've done over the past three years. Uh, Debuma-san, one of the BFS who does most of this brilliant and beautiful editing work, puts those up here. We have envisionings that we do, and those are very, very powerful. Stormrider put up the one we did for the Ukraine um, that's so very powerful. And we have edible plants items. We have one I'm doing tomorrow on tomatoes because we're now in spring and the, we're in the new year. Uh, April 16th was the beginning of the year. So we're now you know, planting and growing things. And then um, all the interviews, many, many interviews and things, we put them up here as well as on the Rumble for those people that share the links. We have music decodes, all kinds of information on, and gaming decodes about gaming addictions. And, you know, Debumasan and I have both been addicted to gaming. It's very, very addictive. It creates endorphin flow when you game and you get to the next level and you get this, you know, boom. It's, it's incredibly hard addiction to break. And then, you know, talking about how to do that. And then um, we have, um, just as you can hear, see here, there are just so many, 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 many items that are here. And so 
you know, we welcome everybody to come here, check it out for three days. If you don't want it, you can get refunded. And uh, if you don't want to send in a credit card uh, to, you know, charge through a credit card, you can send a check in. So if you go to the, uh, for example, you go to the Bless for Service website here, and you can go to um, the donate page. And it's also on the plus on the genedecode.org uh, site as well. You can mail a check or money order into the PO box you see right there and put your email address and we'll give you a coupon for that. And then you can, and we'll turn the coupon on. And so you'll actually be able to just get an email and say, okay, your subscription has started. <laughs> so, or if you just want to donate through Kofi and buy me a coffee through Kofi or whatever, you know, an herbal coffee of ch chicory or something like that, you know, you could do that. So thank you so much, uh, Brad, for allowing me to share that. Oh, it's awesome. I am so honored and thank you <laughs> much as well for staying the course and sharing with everybody. I, I'm, uh, thank you. I appreciate you and God bless you and your team, Gene. And uh, we'll definitely be in touch and set up that live stream. In the meantime, folks, go check it out right here at dndco.org. Jump on that three days. Jump jump on for the entire year. I highly encourage that. I mean, it's not much more than a cup of it's, coffee. My goodness. Yeah, exactly. I mean, absolutely. So good, right? Like less than 33 mm -hmm. minutes a day, you know, for, to, to tap into some real truth about you and humanity versus mankind, the children of God, which we were all created to be and have been suppressed, depressed, and oppressed, and now are waking back up. So thank you so much. Good, sir. Appreciate you. And thank you all for tuning in. We also appreciate you too. Sending many blessings out there into the world. Go check out genedecode.org. Links here in the description. And we'll see you next time on our show, folks. And then the live stream in the next four to eight weeks. So you got to follow on our Telegram because we still have no website. Telegram is working out for us right now. So you'll stay out in touch with up to date every day. And then including that when Gene and I have uh, booked time for a live stream. All the best, everybody. God bless. Thank you. Gene. God bless. Thank you, Brad. Support Brad and Sovereign Soul too. Keep him covered in prayer. He's out in the world. Unlike me, he travels. So keep him covered in prayer. He's doing God's work. Thank you, sir. God bless. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.